come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Word on the Main Street Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And this is episode 168 of the Word on the Main Street Podcast. Wow. So uh, we have. Whose sh- voice was that? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a disembodied voice. Wow. There's another man in here. I'm just the color commentator. <laughs> Throughout, I'll just, ooh, whoa. We've now hired Sean to just wow. be our sound man. Just interjecting something. thoughts. <laughs> All right, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I am Sean Rapier. I'm uh, referred to from time to time as uh, the man on the main street. Not recently, though. No, I know. Cow. It's been a while since I've been on Main Street. But Sean Rapier, so happy to be here. I Thank thought, you. hey, maybe I can get trivia wrong in person. Hey, yeah. we, we can try <laughs> it. Be a lot we'll of fun, see what so. happens. Yes. Awesome. Well, we do have a show for you today. But first, let's thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today. Yeah, absolutely. Even though we're not really able to get uh, too much booked with Disney vacations right now, uh, Getaway Today is a fantastic travel company to work with when you do want to get to the Disneyland Resort. They can probably also help you with Disney World once that gets going. Um, if the Disney Resorts continue to stay closed, you can go to SeaWorld. SeaWorld's yeah. fun. Legoland. <laughs> Lots to see. Knots. Yeah, all those non-Disney things that we don't talk about very often. They can still help you with that. So, um, But hopefully we're going to be able to find a new date We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later uh, for Disneyland to reopen. And when they do and you're ready to get down to the parks, make sure you let Getaway Today know about our promo code. That's Main Street 10 It's all lowercase, the number one zero. That's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So you could use that for non-Disney travel, but I mean, Touché. why would you? I would rather just wait. <laughs> but if you need a vacation that bad that you'd go somewhere else, make sure you let them know about our promo code. Get that $10 off and, uh, yeah, have a great time. If you need to get in touch with Getaway Today, you can always try to stop by their office. I don't know if that's open or not yet, but I would assume they probably are um, in South Ogden, Utah. You can visit them at www.getawaytoday.com or you can give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. That $10 could get you a chocolate-covered pineapple spear. Yes. Have you guys had one of those? I have not. No, they have a chocolate-covered one? I haven't either, but it's a thing. Wow. Yeah, no idea. I think I it's uh, dark chocolate mm. and then they drizzle white chocolate on it. Sounds amazing. With how sweet the pineapple is, that probably is fantastic. Yeah, I bet. That's something I've never said on here, so I thought I'd throw that baby out there. Yeah, that's a good one. (laughs) I like it. I need to try that churro toffee that Bryce Randall was talking about, too. Yeah, I've not tried that. That sounds fantastic. How did I not know about this? Yeah. I don't know. The harvest mix. That was really good. That was good. That was really good. How, How far out can you book right now? Do you know for like if you were to call Getaway today, uh, what's the furthest away you can I book? I don't know if I know the answer to that. For Disneyland. For Disneyland, yeah. 
I don't. Are they accepting? nothing for this year? I think it's so. It's at least twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like just a good time right now to just plant your flag and just say, "Look, we're going. In, it. Yeah. We're going in May. Or <laughs> yeah. We're going in April. Book it now." Oh yeah. Yeah. Like we, you know, you're not normally in that position where you can say, "Hey, here's what we're going to do a year from now." Yeah. Right? We're going to kind of the great hunker thing- <laughs> down and then go. The great thing about doing that too is that's going to help get away today. Have some funds coming into the business yeah, so for sure that's a great idea so Support yeah. a local business but if plan you, also if, plus it gives you something to look forward to exactly right? and, and that's you, half the fun of a disney yeah. trip that's something we all need right now something to look forward yeah, to absolutely <laughs> even when we have something to look forward to <laughs> disney takes it away right all right so this week at the disneyland resort there's nothing going on because Still not open, so we'll just go ahead and uh, skim over that. Go right over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, everybody, it is once again trivia time. Woohoo! Woohoo, yippee, and all those other joyous noises that you can make. Um, So last week we had an interesting trivia question, I think, and that was, could you name all of the people to have voiced Mickey Mouse? I got a few answers. Nobody was able to get all of them that I have listed here. Um, A lot of people got the, I mean, Walt Disney. Everybody knew that one. Mm. Um, Pretty much everybody knew Wayne Allwine. Um, somebody got the one that I had no idea about. Really? And that surprised me. Who? Because who? Yeah. I who know guessed who, it or who was it? Who that was voiced it? it? You the one know. that blew me away is Clarence Ducky Nash. That's what I thought. I hmm. did not know he had voiced Mickey Mouse. I didn't either. So last year, in over uh, Memorial Day weekend in May, uh-huh. a year ago, we went to San Francisco, spent the weekend there. And we went to the Walt Disney Museum. Oh, I want to go. To and that they so have bad. they had at the time a special. It was a celebration of Mickey Mouse. It was a separate ticket that you had to pay for. Mm-hmm. We happily paid. It was oh, yeah. I, I was in heaven. <laughs> but one of the cool things they had was they had an interactive display of everyone who's ever voiced Mickey oh, Mouse. Oh, that's awesome. And of course, my old man memory, I couldn't remember any of them for your <laughs> question. But what was cool was they had a button. And you could walk through and push and hear each of them. Oh, wow, that's, cool. that's and cool. And it was really cool. I was with, uh, we had two of our sons and then my wife. And my thought was, no, they all sound exactly the same. But when you go through and you pushed them all, we did it a few times. Mm. It was amazing to hear the differences <laughs> that's cool. in intonation and really how he's developed. It that's was cool. awesome. Yeah. It's weird to think Donald voiced Mickey. How crazy is that? <laughs> that so is weird, when right? he yells Donald Duck, he, I mean... <laughs> He's really the top dog. He's done Mickey Mouse and Donald. That's amazing. um, So anyway, let's get to this list. And that is Walt Disney, Carl Stalling, Jimmy McDonald, Clarence Nash, Les Perkins, Wayne Allwine, Brett Ewan, and Chris Diamantopoulos. I hope I said that correctly. So Brett and Chris are the current mickeys they are uh brett does more of the mickey mouse clubhouse type stuff and mickey and the roadster mm-hmm. racers and chris does the new mickey cart the, the new mickey shorts um the reason that chris does his particular one is they wanted to try and replicate walt's original falsetto as close as possible 
and that's who they went to to get that. I love it. <laughs> um, I love the new Christy Mantopoulos also, for fans of The Office, played Brian the cameraman. Really? On The Office. Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was Brian the cameraman. Oh my goodness, <laughs> so, that's awesome. I just looked up his picture because I was like, I remember he had done something. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah. So um, those are the names that I had. One thing that I thought was really cool is when Wayne Allwine started um, doing Mickey Mouse's voice, he'd actually talked with Jimmy McDonald. I believe it was Jimmy. And uh, he was a little nervous about doing Mickey Mouse. Like it's such a mm. revered mm. voice. Sure. And he's like, don't even worry about it. You're just filling in for the boss anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love it. <laughs> So I thought that was really kind of cool. Though. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Basically, all these guys are just filling in for the boss. All of them. <laughs> and the great thing is Walt Disney's still credited recently for doing Mickey Mouse in the short Get a Horse. Oh, yeah. The mm. audio clips were of Walt doing Mickey Mouse. So Walt actually has a 2013 Mickey Mouse credit. That's awesome. <laughs> How cool is that? Oh, yeah. I love it. So anyway. That was last week's question. Let's get on to this week's question. See if Sean knows it. Um, nope. <laughs> I'm just tell you now. Nope. We are going to give you an Alice in Wonderland question. Oh. And that is who voiced the Mad Hatter in the movie Alice in Wonderland? I do know this one. <laughs> I do know this one. Yes. I do know this one. We'll double check. Excellent. We'll, after, we'll check uh, after the show. Yes. But if you guys think you know the answer, make sure you send that to me. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. He was in another Disney movie, right? Oh, yeah. That I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah and if I'm thinking of the right thing, <laughs> you and I talked about him uh, about the Twilight Zone. I don't think so, man. Is that not the same? I think you're wrong. Oh, then maybe I'm totally wrong. I thought I, thought I was right. See? I may have been totally wrong yet again. Oh, goodness. All right, well, I'm checking. I'm checking. I don't care. i got to check. But, yeah, he's in a very classic. Very classic. Very classic. Disney movie. Mm. That's, I won't say what, because I don't want to give it away. Yeah, we don't need to. Very classic. Yeah. Well, we'll I guess tell. Alice in Wonderland is... Well, it is, it's but classic. But I think this one's more classic. Yes, yes. animated too. Huh? Huh? Uh-huh. All right. Kinda. <laughs> you notice I'm not giving away any hints. I, I, think, I think I'm wrong now. Sean's still looking it up. Uh, anyway, you told him where to. I did tell him where to send the answers. Awesome. Uh, so Brian just gave you his email. If you want to reach out to us, uh, feel free to email Brian at that email address. If you want to email me, you can do so at Sean, S-E-A-N, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call. Our voicemail box is 801-923-2455. Or we're on social media, Facebook.com, Twitter. I don't know why I said Facebook.com. Just Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. (laughs) Do people look at Facebook on a computer these days? I don't know. Well, your phone's technically a computer. Technically, but it's still a phone. <laughs> Touche. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, if you want to um, support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash word on the main street. Donate as little as a dollar up to whatever you would like. And that goes to help the show be cool. Huh? Very cool. <laughs> so I did 
cross two of the actors. However, <laughs> the actual actor that is that voice was in the Twilight Zone. And I nice. do not know which episode. And I was picturing that. So nice. he was. He actually starred. He was the main guy in an episode of the Twilight Zone. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Nice. nice. But I was wrong. I'm, I'm, not just a... gonna, I'm just going to tell you now I was wrong. I'm not a Twilight Zone guru, so I didn't know for yeah. sure. Yep. All right. Uh, and Sean, where can people go to listen to you or contact you? All right. Well, yeah, I guess we could uh, talk <laughs> about that now because there's uh, another Disney Disneyland podcast out there. <laughs> that uh is has has just a few episodes out and uh we're super excited about it and people can reach us through facebook or instagram it is called uh, the castle collective and it's very very different from word on the main street we're breaking down attraction by attraction or a theme or a topic and bringing in some of the best disney experts i know including Yours truly right here, what? Brian and Sean Lord. <laughs> I don't know how as... I ever got classified as an expert. <laughs> are you kidding? You guys are, you know, so far ahead. So we already have an episode that's been released with Brian. We've got one coming up with Sean. Oh, yeah. And actually, uh, from the date of release of this show, this Friday, there will be an episode with Sean and Brian. <gasps> Whoa. And me. Together. So, yeah. So Woo. follow us on Instagram and you can reach out to me there. But it's called The Castle Collective and the collective is just the group of Disneyland fans. And each week we've got rotating uh, guests on. And let's see, we did an episode. Brian, you and I talked about... Talked about all things Soren. Yeah, we, oh, we that went through everything Soren, which was amazing. Sean, we have an episode coming up. Oh, yeah. Both of Tower of Terror, speaking of Twilight Zone, <laughs> and uh, Guardians. And uh, and then this Friday we'll be talking about Dark Rides. So, yeah, fun. And then you got a great episode, I just want to say. Episode one with Rob Frey. Yeah, that was yes. really fun. It was really good. <laughs> Skipper Rob. And the latest one with Heather Walworth. Yes. I've got amazing guests, you guys included. I really... <laughs> the I... mass of the collective, all of us together, I feel like is a tremendous group. I am really excited to hear from the rest of the members yeah. of the collective. It's pretty and amazing. Hear their voice and their take on yeah. certain things we put together a great group it so is fun i'm super excited every so, every time i'd look and i'd see all the names in the group i'm like i am not worthy to be in this group no How did you, I end that's up what here? they're looking at you guys as you, you guys we're are the, not worthy you, no you are the king <laughs> exactly. podcast hosts of everyone so no it's a really fun project and it's neat and we're posting a lot to, to definitely to instagram but uh -huh. some to facebook as well but uh, if you're a disney well i was gonna say if you're a disneyland podcast fan if you're not, what are you doing? Right. Why are you, Why are you here? Amen. So, but we'd love to have you join us too, and you'll get to hear Sean and Brian regularly on it. Um, and where can they find the podcast? So it's uh, available most of the places that you get your podcast. If we're missing one, let me know. But uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, Google Play, um, on uh, Spotify. It's kind of all over that's awesome yeah so we basically love... anywhere podcasts are yeah sold. just search for <laughs> castle collective and then on instagram it's uh castle pod at castle pod is the is the name and we're having a lot of fun with it but you guys were the inspiration oh. you know that you guys were the inspiration <laughs> the so it's it's awesome 
Awesome. I'll stop you're singing right now. <laughs> I'm now glad I didn't say you're the wind, wind beneath my wings. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Anything else to add to that? No. Awesome. Uh, I'm afraid if I say something else, we're all going <laughs> to... My start heart singing. will go on. <laughs> the colors of the wind. Uh, <laughs> How many more songs can we throw into this? Yeah, really. <laughs> Probably a lot. This all is right. word on the main street after all. <laughs> Tangents galore. I love it. All right. So uh, we're going to go over some news real quick. Uh, the first piece of news is that the opening of Disneyland, July 17th, ni- not 1955, <laughs> 2020. Wow. <laughs> July we're, 17th, We're really breaking news here, aren't 1955 we? was not delayed. It Disneyland opened. It should have been delayed, but it was not. So uh, the oh, July 17th, goodness. 2020 opening date has been pushed back. Uh, nobody knows exactly when it's going to open. Uh Basically, this is what they announced. I'll just read it to you guys. They said, we previously announced a proposed phased reopening of our theme parks for July 17th, pending government approvals. We developed enhanced health and safety protocols for both cast and guests at Shanghai Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland Resort, and Walt Disney World Resort that have been approved, allowing us to reopen in a responsible manner and bring our cast members back to work. State of California has now indicated that it will not issue theme park reopening guidelines until sometime after July 4th, given the time required for us to bring thousands of cast members back to work and restart our business. We have no choice but to delay the reopening of our theme parks and resort hotels until we receive approval from the government officials. Once we have a clear understanding of when guidelines will be released, we expect to be able to communicate a reopening date. So, they're just waiting on California, basically. Now, my understanding is a lot of employees, I don't know what a lot is, but a lot of employees signed a petition saying yep. we don't want to go back. Could that be part of it? That's what I'm wondering if that's Shame part of it or on not. all of you. California yeah. and the employees. And yet, <laughs> Mostly the employees that said they didn't <laughs> want to go back. I'll go, I'll go work. And Disney World is rolling forward, though. Yep. July 10th. That's awesome. We'll see how that goes. Um, Downtown Disney is still slated to reopen uh, July 9th. So you can get some Disney magic starting July 9th uh, in California. I wonder if it's just completely closed off right now or can you go walk? Uh, Last I saw they had barriers. Mm. I don't know if those are staying until July 9th. Interesting. Yeah. But. I'm still slated, uh, booked for Disney World in August. Nice. We haven't canceled it yet. I kind of want to take a wait and see <laughs> approach. Uh, we're supposed to go August 9th, and I have our days, which park we'd be going to and everything. It's me and my son. But he came to me the other day, and he goes, Dad, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking we shouldn't go. And I uh. think it's primarily uh, Orlando in August with masks all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yikes. That's a little bit muggy. It's hard enough to breathe with all the humidity. Add a mask on top of that. Throw a mask in there. It's not easy. All right. Uh, Some bigger news. I would say bigger news. Uh, The big alligator in the room. Um, (laughs) So, Splash Splash Mountain 
is getting canceled. So is that the Lewis in the room? Yeah. Oh. That's what I was going for. <laughs> um, so yeah, Splash Mountain is going to close sometime. They haven't really said when. And it will be replaced with Princess and the Frog theming. How do you guys feel? <sighs> I'll let Sean go first. Um, I'm very mixed. And I... Uh, I'll tell you where I'm where I'm mixed, the negative and the positive. It's a it's an attraction we all love. Oh yeah, it's beloved to all of us. Uh, it's become a big part of all of our families. That being said, if this announcement hadn't been made, and we were having a conversation about Splash Mountain right now, we'd be probably saying, "Hey, it's really due for an update." Oh, Some yeah. of the animatronics. I mean, the animatronics were taken from an attraction out of the 1970s. <laughs> right. So literally, I mean, I'm 48 years old. Some of those animatronics are older than I am. And I'm falling apart. So I, I would just say, you know, I mean, really, how many times have you been on Splash Mountain? You know something's supposed to be moving yes. and it's not. Or there's like a bird with half its beak is like falling <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Or, you know, the showboat at the end. All the characters are turning side to side, except for one who's just frozen. It's kind of like yeah. uh, the, the the low rent Chuck E. Cheese's toward the end of their <laughs> run, you know, where one member of the band just wasn't playing along. Yeah. So, so on the one hand, it's like yeah. Lester's Possum Park, yeah. <laughs> Lester's Possum Park, exactly. <laughs> the other thing is, and and here's my bigger, I guess, my bigger take on it. Disney has made a conscious decision. I mean, you guys talked a couple weeks oh, ago yeah. about Song of the South. Disney has made a conscious decision that they are not going to market that property. Yeah. And if you're not going to market that property, you're very limited as to what you can do. And while I don't necessarily love IP being injected into everything, IP being a part of attractions does allow it to have more of a life, better gift shops, better mm-hmm. restaurants. You had this quasi half an attraction <laughs> Hey, it's based on Song of the South, but nobody talk about it. Nobody, (laughs) you know, so then, I mean, how much, how much Splash Mountain merch do you even see? It's true. It's just not a lot. You know, you don't see the characters too much out on, out walking around. I think it really opens the door. And, and because Disney doesn't get behind that film anymore and it's, it's locked away, they won't even talk about it. Little kids, it there's no connection, yeah, and there never will be. So if that's going to be the case, once you once you make that decision, I think this is the right decision. I could go back and argue whether or not because Southern <laughs> South it, and yeah. Splash Mountain and everything, and I think you know a lot of people have said there's a way to handle it. But if you're not going to, then yeah, yeah, then yeah. go ahead and retheme it. That's my take, Brian, for sure. And I agree with pretty much everything, and actually probably everything. Um, as much as I don't want to see Song of the South eliminated from the attraction, maybe it has found its last laughing place and needs to just be removed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I will never um, agree with not marketing Song of the South more because I feel like they're missing an opportunity. Kind of like we talked before the show, um, I feel like Disney's missing an opportunity to help bridge that racial gap by putting, say, a warning or something before the film saying, hey, this is what happened. This is the parts that are kind of outdated that we don't really agree with these days. But considering it was 
from this time, this is a great film. I think they could do that and totally get away with it. But um, I am excited to see what they're going to do with the Princess and the Frog right. attraction. Right. My big beef, though, with this is that they are saying it is a post-movie attraction, and I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. I think all these kids that are going are going to go anticipating the story that they know, and it's not going to be that. If it's a post-movie attraction, yeah. do we have Ray? Do we have Dr. Facilier? Yeah, because Ray, uh, Ray, look died. at that one yeah. light in the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. That's Ray. That's, that's Ray. just a really bright light yeah. up there. One really bright Two light. Two really bright lights. One's yeah, Evangeline, I mean, the other's Ray. You're, you're kind of messing with things at that point, because Dr. Facilier, he's been sucked up by all the demons, uh-huh. which would be... A killer closing. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, as can you imagine, Doctor Facilier? I feel like the drop should as, be that. Oh yeah. Like all going all <laughs> the way up that the the demons are taking. Yes. Doctor Facilier, and then you go through That'd the drop. That'd be cool. <laughs> and then you come out to New Orleans. The yeah. Song. Yeah. I. I'm not going to rehash what I said in a previous episode right. of my whole personal plan yeah. for this attraction, should they make it, <laughs> mm-hmm. which they now are. But go back and listen to our episode about um, Song of the South and Splash Mountain when we discussed what we would like if they did change it, which yeah. later they decided to. I think that episode's called The Wiener at the End of the Castle. Is that the same I one? I think so. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, maybe. Because we talked about the carousel right after, didn't we? I, I no, because that episode we didn't talk about the carousel because we talked so much about Splash Mountain oh, so and Song of the before. South. So it's the, one the wiener before. at the end of the castle. <laughs> so I want to say it's episode one sixty six. I could be wrong, but go back and listen to that. That'll give you my opinion on what the Princess and the Frog attraction should be. Yeah, and I would ditto basically everything that's been said already. Um, I am personally sad to see it go, but like I've told uh, a few people. I think it'll have the Twilight Zone effect uh, where we're disappointed that they're getting rid of something we have grown to love. And um, grown up with. Grown up with. um, And now they're taking it away. But I think what we will be getting will be very impressed with and happy to have it. Plus, uh, somebody was telling me, somebody made a good argument saying um, kids these days love Princess and the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Like you were saying, nobody really knows Song of the South now. So this is going to be something that kids are going to love. Something that they're going to grow up with, knowing the property and everything. Um, I just hope they keep the characters coming out every so often. Yeah. uh, I feel like this is one of those movies where it's really gotten a new life. You know, there there are certain Disney properties that don't seem like at the time they were a big hit. Uh-huh. Like I know Haunt, uh, um, Haunt Mansion. <laughs> Haunted Mansion still isn't Haunted good. Haunted Mansion is still a very <laughs> bad film. Uh, yes. Hate to break it to you, Sean. It's still not good. Oh, as bad as that was, Sean and I the other night got to talk about Tower of Terror, the movie. Ooh. Um, Ooh. But, Probably uh, a little worse than That might Haunted be Man. worse than Haunted Mansion. By far worse. Uh, no, The Nightmare Before Christmas was a bomb oh yeah like the nightmare before christmas was a total bomb you might see more nightmare before christmas merch oh yeah than any other disney Absolutely. property when you're at the parks and now they do have all attraction because the overlay uh-huh. for haunted mansion so i feel like this is one of those that maybe treasure planet is another one that there are a lot of big treasure planet fans now uh-huh. that was kind of a bomb 
but Princess and the Frog didn't, it definitely was not a Moana, it was not a Frozen, it was a good film, and it did fine, but now it feels like it's gotten this new life, and I think it's one of Disney's best. I I agree. love that movie, I love the music. Best Disney villain ever. Very, very (laughs) good villain. So we have pictures when, Sean, when you and I were there with Dr. Facilier. And he is, man. He's the best. I swear he's the only one that does it. I think so. And he's so good. He is. Absolutely. <laughs> one of the best. Yeah, it always seems to be that same person. Yeah. Are we going to talk a little more about other ramifications now that this is announced? I would, I, some... I would like to pose a question right now, actually. Yeah. Go for it. Does this kill Critter Country? And does Winnie the Pooh stick around? That's I exactly my it. question. Yeah. So does New Orleans Square now stretch? I feel like yeah. it absorbs that. All the way down. Technically, you could argue that it's a good transition between New Orleans and Critter Country. So it could be part of both. It could. Because it is a lot of critters. It's a lot of Uh, critters. Well, and part of my question is... But if it's post-movie, is it? Well, Lewis should be there. Yeah, Lewis is about the only one left, though. That's it, though, right? Because Tiana's not a frog anymore. Naveen's not a frog. Dre's gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I so yeah, well that's my other question though is here's a movie that takes place in a swamp. Maybe they made it post movie because they all moved to a mountain. There are no mountains of <laughs> yeah. of note. I've been to New Orleans a few times. It's not a mountainous place. Yeah. You can drive a little ways, but it's not known for its mountains. So yeah. how do you how do they make it? You know, now one of the suggestions that I had that would be way too expensive, but that they make it um What's her name? Ma, um, Mama Odie. Yeah, Mama Odie. That they make it Mama uh-huh. Odie's tree. Well, I had seen in the concept art the, the tree above the... Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen the concept. But they actually have Mama Odie's little boat in the tree and my above under, the drop. My so. underst- is that, the, is that the, the... Did that come from Disney? Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. that's the actual one. Okay. Yep, that's yeah. the concept art. You got Lewis. So, okay. So they did do it. Okay. Yeah. I thought they could turn the whole thing into a tree. Yeah, Turning the like, whole thing into a tree might be quite the feat, but I'm sure if anybody's up to it, it's going to be Disney. Well, that's almost what it looks like. Yeah, it does. It looks like it's a tree. I hadn't paid that close of attention to it, but, you know, they did the, they had the tree before yeah. in Bugs Land, uh-huh. and then the tree in Animal Kingdom out in Florida uh-huh. is probably close to that big. It's uh-huh. mammoth. It's huge. But yeah, seeing that art now, you're right. That yeah. is... That's kind of what they're doing. So, so obviously we're getting a return of Mama Odie. Yeah, return of Lewis. I imagine they did say that her she the lady that did Mama Odie will be yeah. coming back to do awesome. that. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for the theming. I think you know there is an argument to be made that there's a little bit of a dangerous precedent for Disney not to wax political, but you know, hey, I I don't like the redhead, you know you have to change the redhead in Pirates of the Caribbean and it got changed and hey here's a petition to change this right. and that's I'm not passing judgment as to whether or not either of those were right but you're going to end up with a lot of guests who feel entitled to walk up and go hey Roger Rabbit is too violent <laughs> or hey you know whatever whatever right. the complaint is yeah. the complaint du jour I am going to sign a petition on change.org it feels again it's just timing but Disney announced, hey, we're opening on, you know, July 17th, big change.org petition that employees didn't want to open. Uh-huh. Oh, now we're not. 
you could get into a bad place if oh, people yeah. feel entitled to sign a petition and change everything about mm-hmm. this. Very world. true. And I'm not saying that any of these decisions were wrong. I, I think we're going to, this ride needed an update. Yes, it needed it something. <laughs> and again, I would go back to if they're not going to embrace Song of the South, which I fully understand why they're not, yeah. they're a corporation, mm-hmm. I get it, then yeah, give it up and get some IP in there. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that, and maybe this will change Critter Country. But I'd like to see a Tiana's place. Yes. Restaurant or at least yeah. something. Well, or, Hungry Bear. I mean, Hungry Bear could be built out because it is right on the could, water. Yeah. And so you could create a whole New Orleans waterscape there. Uh-huh. You know, and you got the paddle boat going by. And Imagine how much that more cool. that beautifies that river as you're going by on the oh, paddle yeah. boat. Well, even on a busy day, the Critter Country, you know, Hungry Bear is somewhere that feels like that deck always has seats. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. It's unremarkable food, and it's, eh. you know, it's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Do you ever think to yourself, man, I cannot wait to eat at Country Bear? After having the blue bacon burger that I had there last oh, okay. time? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> that see, was amazing. I always get stopped for uh, the lobster rolls and stuff uh-huh. just before yeah, I get Harbor there. Harbor Galley. So, yeah, Harbor Galley. You know, I, as much as I enjoy Winnie the Pooh, it wouldn't be terrible, I don't think, if New Orleans encompassed the rest of Critter Country, or what is now Critter Country, and changed that area almost into like the bayou portion of New Orleans. Like, yes. you've got the French Quarter area. Right. Let's get the bayou that would be on cool. that end. Okay, so what's an attraction we could put in the bayou? Something Princess with rain. Take, take Winnie the Pooh out. <laughs> and uh, wasn't Rescuers Down Under wasn't part of that in a swamp? Uh, I down mean, under Australian. wasn't, but the rescuers was. The, was part of the rescuers in a swamp? Uh huh. Yeah, maybe it's been a, a rescuers attraction. <laughs> if you're gonna have a hard time getting you young kids to remember <laughs> Song of the South, I think you might have trouble getting them to remember the rescuers. I, yeah, fair point. I do think <laughs> it would go along with them at least being able to introduce something. True. From it. Uh, True. But uh, maybe they move uh, Mr. Toad. Yeah. Move Mr. Toad over into the swamp down there, you know? Hmm. I'm trying to think of any other attractions that, that have a yeah, like a, a swamp. I can't How think about of... we just bring back the bayou version of the Country Bear <laughs> Jamboree? That would just, be awesome. Just start that up again. They moved, a... they moved down to the bayou, and they're now <laughs> yep. playing bluegrass music yeah. and Cajun music. Yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm all for it. They could call the show "I'll Stand by You." <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I apologize. I yeah. apologize. And I've also heard the thought maybe future Star Wars expansion could wander over there. Mm. Um, yeah, they would just get rid of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, very interesting. I certainly It'll be interesting just, to see what all happens with that area. There was a show called Swamp Fox in the 1950s that <laughs> Disney put out on TV. <laughs> Leslie Nielsen starred in it. I love Leslie huh. Nielsen, yeah. but uh, I'd have a hard time getting him uh, to reprise <laughs> Very that hard role. time. <laughs> yep. Maybe yeah, they so. can have Madame Leota help with that. <laughs> I heard she has a remarkable head for materializing the disembodied. 
true. <laughs> they don't say that anymore, but yeah. I think it'd be great if instead of Country Bears, if they turned that back into a theater and did some type of animal swamp show. You give, could Lu- even have, give Lewis a show. You could have Ray and Lewis. Yeah. You could have, stuff. you know, if Ray and Lewis. That's actually a really good idea. If they hosted a show, not not a movie, not a 3D yeah. movie or whatever, but like in Bugsland, like uh, it's tough yes. to be a bug. Yes. If, if, if Ray and Lewis did sort of it's tough to live in the swamp type of a oh show my gosh. where they brought out lots of different swamp creatures, uh, that would be awesome. Well, even like Prince Naveen plays the ukulele. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a little like variety show yeah. or something. I a think that'd variety be awesome. show. If we're going to go Princess and the Frog, let's go hard. Let's do it. <laughs> let's go all in on it. I just can't see Winnie the Pooh. You're walking through New Orleans yeah. Square. I do think that making it transition into the New Orleans Swamp makes sense. But then suddenly to have Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. It just doesn't, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I, I think Pooh's days are numbered. I really do. But Pooh Corner fit. could be Tiana's Tiana's place. I thought that was going to be Hungry Bear Restaurant. Was oh, yeah. Be Hungry Bear Restaurant. I think Hungry Bear may need to even expand. If it's Tiana's Palace, like at the end of the movie, uh-huh. then that was pretty big. I yeah. Mean, that was yeah. a pretty big restaurant. And actually, they could open it up to being another fine dining kind of a... Easy. A thing. Can you imagine waterfront tables on the rivers of America? That'd be so cool. If yes. you had, if you had outside <laughs> on that deck, similar to the Blue Bayou, where it was super nice, fine dining, forty bucks a plate, whatever. But uh, you sat out there, had a band playing, that'd be had so the cool. Mark Twain Heck coming by. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yes, yeah. you guys have sold me on all of that. <laughs> But what to do with Pooh? I think the music review. Lewis and Ray's really cool. Variety Hour. The downside to all this is poor, poor Tomorrowland is still. Oh, I know. <laughs> just the neglect. Everywhere. Child. Yeah, that is the redheaded stepchild <laughs> oh of Disneyland. Gosh. The forgotten <laughs> land. <Yeah>. It's, it's, <laughs> we should rename it the We'll Deal With It Tomorrowland. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Disney's. <laughs> Constantly saying, we will deal with it tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Golden Horseshoe style, Lewis and Ray's Bayou Review. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could do something like with dining and stuff. Yes. That's a cool idea. That would be Just awesome. combine that whole area, <laughs> Lewis and Ray's Bayou Review. Yeah. Interesting. At Interesting. Tiana's place. <laughs> yeah. She does have a stage cool. at her place. Super cool. Um, and then speaking of lands not being updated, um, <laughs> Frontierland is finally uh, getting that. They're finally starting back up their renovation for the sign and the walkway to oh, make gotcha. more room uh, for guests to go in and out of Frontierland. Hopefully that doesn't ruin that prime seating uh, for some fireworks. So outside <laughs> of... Outside of Big Thunder, what's what what's the draw of Frontierland anymore? I don't know. That's pretty much it. It doesn't it feel like a lost land. It However, is. I do really like the show that they've put in at the Golden Horseshoe. Right, that's a fun little thing. But it's other a than fun those little two, show. Yeah, but it's but, nothing you know, to write home about. People used to go to Disneyland to see Wally Bogue. True, oh, yeah. and people used to go. We used to go see Billy Hill and the Hillbillies. Yeah, and it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, those shows were packed. You had to get there 15 minutes early. The shows now are cute. They're cute shows. But ask people 
what they know about the golden uh, golden horseshoe. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, they don't think about it. So. Yeah. It could that that whole land could use some revitalization. It's true. Oh yeah. Not don't get rid of Big Thunder. Land, but <laughs> let's keep Big Thunder. Yeah. Uh, don't ruin one of Tony Baxter's. Oh, and that's another cool thing about Splash <laughs> another Mountain. one of Tony Baxter's projects. Uh, Tony Baxter is doing a lot of work with them for the the redo of Splash Mountain. Awesome. Which is good. Which is great because that Splash Mountain was his thing. Yeah. And now he's helping out with. I, I have uh, a the prediction. Redo. One of the animals from America Sings will it, stay. That on. would be yeah. awesome. I think they should. Somebody will Someone. still be there. Someone should still be there. And one of the Winnie the Pooh maybe. gets taken out. I still want at least Max, Buff, or yes. Melvin. <laughs> one of them still needs to be in there. You bet. Along with Winnie the Pooh. Yes, his head up there too. <laughs> <laughs> Just add him to the trio. Or like his butt. <laughs> That would be even Actually, better. You could have his head on the front side and then his butt <laughs> on the back as you pass under. Yes. With the smiley With face. With the smiley face, smiley face drawn face. on the antlers. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fantastic. Oh, Disney needs to listen to us. <laughs> Yay. I'm not convinced that they're not, actually. Oh, but. that's funny. Yeah, we say a lot of things and then they happen. That's kind of weird. That is great. Um, all right. That's it for news. Uh, so we've got a few minutes left. So we'll continue our special segment. All right. With Sean Rapier here. I wasn't sure if we'd get to it or not. Yeah. But I did get a few facts. So uh, we're going to be talking about Alice in Wonderland Yay. today. All right. <laughs> um, so Brian That might curated. have been hand-picked attraction. For I perhaps. appreciate it. A special guest. <laughs> I am a mega fan of the Alice in Wonderland attraction. <laughs> uh, so we've got some little factoids again. It's not a deep dive into the attractions. Now, if you want that, go visit the Castle Collective when it yeah. does a Alice in Wonderland show. It'll do. Yeah, yeah which we will. We will. And it, or if you want the rich history of an attraction. Yeah. Very, yes. uh, very rich do, history. Um, Backside of Water. Backside so. of Water. Yes. And their, you know that their episode on this, because I'm such a big Alice fan, it was 45 minutes in before they talked about the ride at all. <laughs> yeah. They gave you the whole history oh my of the gosh, actors. Yeah. And the, I love their podcast. Yeah, I love they it. do a great, great job. All right. So uh, let's just read the facts, I guess. I'll share my iPad with, uh, with Sean so he can read a couple facts uh, if you want to start. I can definitely get us started. So something I wasn't 100%... Uh, in the know on but the attraction was originally planned as a series of walkthrough displays meant to be ready for opening day that did not happen it did not open on opening day nor did it end up being a walkthrough all right the next one uh the attraction wasn't always planned to be by the matterhorn it was originally supposed to go where pinocchio's daring journey now sits they were gonna get rid of pinocchio pinocchio wasn't there originally oh, yeah that, was <laughs> that actually was the fantasy land theater if i remember right okay. fantasy land theater actually sat not the one that everybody knows uh-huh. yeah, like not, back not by small fair, small yeah. world but um there was a small theater right there it might have even been the mickey mouse club theater could have been yeah i think is what it might have been um, but yeah, <laughs> Pinocchio was not uh, <laughs> not around when that. They opened. weren't gonna do Pinocchio, pretty much in that spot. Yeah. 
Um, the large mushroom in the queue was originally a ticket booth, which I've seen pictures of. Do we know what ticket it was? The attraction itself? Yeah. Is it a C ticket? Oh, man. I have to go look that I up. knew I should have written all that down. <laughs> no, that's my um, bad for I believe, I believe it started as a D ticket, Yeah. but were slowly over time it ended up yeah. working its way back down to like an A ticket. Yeah. So let's see here. Continuing on. The Caterpillar Cars venture through Wonderland, and that goes across the second floor of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> I always think about that when I'm on Mr. Toad. Yeah. There's yeah. Alice going on yeah. above me. Uh, Alice wasn't only late for opening day, but also for the grand reopening in 1983. <laughs> they had nice. technical difficulties. They did. It was not open until 84. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Beaumont reprised her role as Alice for the attraction and even updated it for the reopening in 1984. Which is pretty cool. impressive. Very impressive. A 1951 movie. Right. Then she did the attraction in, um, I think it opened in 58. Uh 57 or 58, yeah. Somewhere around there. And then redid it again for 1984's edition. Which has now since been redone again (laughs) to kind of put in some new effects that the digital world was able to provide. And finally, the 1984 remodel removed a tipsy-turvy upside-down room that I have no recollection of um, and added an extra minute of ride time to to make it a four-minute ride. Yeah, it was literally like a... And up like upside to truly upside down, uh-huh. like everything the table and everything was up above you. Nice, yeah. You can see some old YouTube <laughs> footage of it. They should have left that, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's but neat. It extended uh, the ride, yeah, it did, <laughs> yeah, which is nice. I'm so glad I was here for this. Of all attractions, yeah, I mean, we don't, we're not getting a super deep dive, but. No, I love it. So any personal comments, experiences that anybody has had on the attraction or about the attraction? I'll just, I'll put it out there that it is my favorite attraction Uh in both of the parks. Between both of the parks, it is, and people always laugh at that and they think it's funny that a (laughs) middle-aged man loves the Alice in Wonderland attraction. But to me, that is Disneyland. Uh And I love going on with my kids. I love going on it. One of the things I love is you think about this attraction and how unique it is. You start out outside. Uh-huh. Very boring line. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very much. Yeah. <laughs> and, and always a long line. I mean, after Peter Pan, this is the attraction. Mm-hmm. But you, you start out outside and you get on these. And so you really kind of start out in reality. You know, you're sitting there, you're you're hot, you're sweaty, whatever, you're cold. <laughs> yeah, you are. Whatever, you're drinking. It doesn't matter coke. what time of year, I'm hot. Well, yeah, me too. When you get in, <laughs> and then you start going, and then you enter this cave, and you go down. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, you're going down the rabbit hole. It is the most immersive, incredible thing. And one of the things I love about it is as you're going up, even though it's a dark ride, you're actually going up. And so you're you're kind of taking this journey and there's so much from the movie and so much of the whimsy from the story. Mm-hmm. And then when the Cheshire Cat, uh, you know, the way he appears and when the way the caterpillar, you know, blows out the, you know, all the letters and stuff. <laughs> who? Oh, and the, yeah. Who? And then uh, and then the uh, the queen. Oh, it's yeah. just so incredible. And they keep making it better. Um, I have to tell you something kind of funny. Um, 
you know, and it, the king says, gosh, I'm going to get it wrong. I think it's rule 42. <laughs> yep. Rule 42. Yeah, rule 42. The, the queen, queen always wins. Yeah. The queen always <laughs> wins. So I bought my wife uh, a pair of iP- um, AirPod Pros and you can get it engraved. And so I got hers engraved rule 42. <laughs> I actually think we might get a rule 42 license plate, which is the queen <laughs> always awesome. wins. That's awesome. But, uh, but then the other magical part of it is it, it builds, it builds, it builds. And then all of a sudden you're outside. And if you ride that at night, you go back out, you breathe the air, you see the Matterhorn, you see the lights, you see the parade mm-hmm. go by, whatever's going on, and then back for a big closing scene. Yeah. I don't think that there's an attraction in all of Disneyland that captures the magic of what Disney envisioned. Uh-huh. It was taking, plus it's so classic. I don't, you know, I was born in 1972. I don't. I never lived without that attraction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been meaningful for me the whole time. That's awesome. Those are my thoughts. The only thing that I wish they would have done is told OSHA where to go and how to get there and left those awful handrails off of the top of those leaves. The handrails (laughs) and the extensions. So when I was a kid, (laughs) you couldn't really see much of anything underneath you. Yeah. You were just up there. And so my other... If I were to say top three favorite attractions of all time, people movers in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Which is thanks to OSHA that we can't have yeah. people mover. Yeah. Can't have anything fun. No, nope. OSHA ruins everything. <laughs> thanks, OSHA. Yeah, but at least they were able to get it so that it was running again. It was actually true. shut down for a while. Yeah, true. Um, one of my favorite things that I've seen from the attraction is a piece of history. Uh, I think it's the opening of the, the ride where Walt Disney's riding in the mm, he's yeah. in the caterpillar the the rabbit and alice are in front he's in back yeah and he's playing with the rabbit's ears it's so and he's fun. just a child yeah. basically oh my gosh and i don't know that was just really fun that i wish i could out. have met walt oh yeah so, so while we're here talking about this I've, I've mentioned before my grandfather was a foreman on pirates of the caribbean mm-hmm. and uh my dad grew up in anaheim just last week, and I don't know if I've just missed this over time or whatever, but just last week, my dad, we were talking, and he was talking to my kids, and uh, my dad said, yep, I went over one day and visited my dad, and all of a sudden, Walt came walking by, and <laughs> oh my, my dad said, hey, Mr. Disney, and uh, Walt came over and shook my hand, and I went, dad, you shook Walt Disney's <laughs> hand? He goes, oh yeah, he goes, he was very busy, and he just came over and said, well, hello, what's your name? Nice to meet you. Good to see you, Rex, and kept walking. Rex is my grandfather. Um, and uh, so he, that's my cool. dad Incredible. met Walt Disney. So wow. that was that's really awesome. cool. <laughs> that's well, awesome. A little magic there in itself. Oh, so. yeah. Any any other dealy-doos? Nope. I love the movie, <laughs> so I love the attraction. And I um, like that the attraction is not in any jeopardy because of, I mean, we've heard about you know, Snow White and Pinocchio are always, and definitely Mr. Toad. Yeah. Those are all kind of on the chopping block <laughs> at all times. But they, and it's one time that I think they just keep enhancing it. The digital mm-hmm. overlays and everything they did yeah. is just incredible. I think if you're going to give a ride a digital overlay, you're planning on keeping it around for a while. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah awesome. I'd like to see that done with other uh, Fantasyland attractions. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing with Snow White. Yeah. And I think Snow White and Pinocchio are so iconic. But I wonder if, you know, uh, Mr. Toad, 
I mean, they took him out at Disney yeah. World yeah, for got, Winnie the Pooh. He got the Pooh. Wouldn't before. it be justice <laughs> if they took out Winnie the Pooh for, <laughs> for Mr. Toad? <laughs> Going back to the wind and the willows. Oh, man. Get that my would revenge be funny. on you, Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the attraction. It's a oh, good yeah. one. It's and always the, a favorite. Uh, I always forget, but uh, the little goofy yell. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That happens. I think right before you go outside. Yeah. Right? As soon as yeah, as soon as he hits the, uh, as soon as he hits the little rodent, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you hear it rise. You're going out. <laughs> it's awesome. My favorite thing though is probably the first time I remember my middle child, Cole, uh-huh. riding Alice in Wonderland, and he did not like the Queen of Hearts. <laughs> he was scared of the Queen of Hearts because she's got the, her her arms up, that man yeah. face on her. And she's he, angry. He did not you... like that. He did not want to ride that attraction because he doesn't like the <laughs> off with your head lady. Well, now they've got all the cards shuffling over you, and oh, yeah. which is awesome. Oh, it's it, so cool. It can be intimidating. It's yeah. a beautiful ride. It is. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, anything else from you guys? I don't have all. anything else. All right. Well, uh, that does it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, if you like the episode, please go ahead and share it with those that might also enjoy it. Um, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast or leave us, well, and leave us a review and, or leave us a review. If you haven't, uh, you can do that on the following platforms. That would be Apple podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google play. And a uh, big thank you to Bryce Gardner for the theme song. He does music under the name of Delta theory on all uh, music platforms. Uh, and that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.